Paragimel Mishnah Vav. Hamevi get in Medina Sayyam. If a Shliach brings a get from Medina Sayyam, from Chutzla Aretz, he has to say, Bifaya Nechta, Bifaya Nechtam. And Vichala, then he gets ill, or Netanas, he has an onus, an unavoidable mishap, and he cannot fulfill his Shlichas to deliver the get to this person's wife. And he cannot send it in the hands of a different shliach. Because shliach number two cannot say the words, because now where is the get coming from? From Chutzlaretz. He'll go, therefore, holy The messenger would go to Beisdin. After the messenger gives over to Beisdin the Pratim, the details, on his shlichos, then Osa Beisdin, Beisdin will appoint a shliach in his place, and send the shliach number two to bring the get to this person's wife. The Omer Hashliach Harishon, the first shliach will say Lifneim before Beisdin, Befanai Nechtav, Befanai Nechtav. Before me the get was written, before me the get was sealed. So it's like the halacha is when a shliach brings a regular get from overseas. Ve'ein Hashliach Acharon Tarach Shemar Befanai Nechtav, Befanai Nechtav. But the second shliach does not have to say the words Befanai Nechtav, Befanai Nechtav. Ela Omer, all he has to say is when he delivers the actual get to this lady, all he says is, Shliach Beisdin Anhi. I'm a messenger of Beisdin. Kolei Mersha knows it as I get. He gives the get from the koach of the first Shliach, which was, uh, well, they actually say here, Shnos and Esaget, Mikoach, Shlichos Beisdin. He's really giving out the get from the Shlichos of Beisdin. Because the first Shliach went to Beisdin, and Beisdin appointed the second Shliach. So, so the second Shliach says to the woman, Shliach Beisdin Ani, I am a Shliach from Beisdin. He doesn't have to say, because that's what he is now. He is appointed by Beisdin to deliver the get. Once Beisdin is appointing him, we know that Beisdin did it the right way. However, they do point out that Beisdin does sign that they sent him, they sign, him, they sign on the get, that they sent, sent him to deliver this get. Okay. And the Mishnah points out over here from the Lashon of the Mishnah of Ein HaShliach on the latter Shliach, does not have to say the words, they point out over here, the Gemara says, that even if the second Shliach becomes sick, and he can't fulfill Shlichas, he can make a third Shliach, and then the third Shliach can make a fourth Shliach, up until, you know, a hundred Shliach, doesn't matter. Avakul and Raka Beisdin, as long as they're all, all pointed in Beisdin, because the last one, Tarek Litin and Saget, he has to give the get from the Koach of Beisdin and say, Shliach Beisdin Ani, I'm a messenger from, from Beisdin. Baram, however, in a place where you don't have to say the words, like we learned previously, for example, in Eretz Yisrael, then a Shliach can make his own Shliach, even not before Beisdin. Mishnah Zion, Hamalve Maos Esa Coin. If a person lends money to a coin, if it's a levy, he lends money to a levy. If it's an ani, he lends money to an ani. Let's say he lends them a thousand dollars. Leos Mavish Alehen Mechel Khan. And he says, I'm going to lend you this money and the gifts that I have to be giving you. Truma to a coin, and then this mice to the levy, or to the ani, there's a mice or ani. These mice that I do to you, instead of giving them to you, I'll hold them. And if you don't pay me back, I'll just collect payment from that. So the mission says you can do it. And you could be mafresh, take off your trumas and your maestras with the status that the coin, the levy, and the ani are alive. And you can keep it with you. And if they pay you back, great. If not, you can collect payment from these maestras, these trumas and maestras that you're holding. And we're not concerned. Shimon Mesa, the coin died. Oh, the levy died. Oh, the ani became rich. Because if the Kohen died, then your trumas are no longer a truma. 
right? Or the levies, uh, the, the meister still levy is no longer meister. And if the ani becomes rich, you don't have to give meister to the ani anymore. So we're not concerned for that. And the bartender explains, when you set aside your truma, for example, for the coin. So truma, uh, specifically, you'd actually have to go ahead and sell it to another coin because you can't eat truma yourself. So you sell it to another coin and then keep the money for yourself. For the chov that you just uh, lent to this coin, and then if the coin doesn't pay you back, you can use the money now that, uh, as, as collateral for, for the payment. Meaning, technically, you could even use the truma that you set aside for the coin that you didn't give him yet, but you can't eat truma Yuri Yisrael. So you'd sell that, your truma to another coin and then use that money as the payment. Uh, or Maeser Rishon. Maeser Rishon goes to a Levi. Maeser Ani goes to an Ani. So you could keep these Maesers for yourself. These you could even eat yourself if the Chov is not paid up by the Levi or by the Ani. But they do point out from the Meister Rishon, you have to take off a Trumas Meister to the coin. Meaning Meister Rishon goes to the Levi, and then a Trumas Meister of that goes to the coin. That part of it would have to go to the coin. Okay. Says the Mishnah further. And this is really nothing to do with Gittin. Is this going back to the concept we learned about the status quo? People have a positive status unless, uh, we, and we, we're not concerned otherwise unless something comes up. So over here we're pointing out that we're not concerned the coin will die, the labor will die, the honey will become rich, and then what you set aside is no longer applicable. Rather, no, it keeps the status quo and you can use it as payment. And the Mishnah concludes, but Mesa, if they actually did die, meaning the coin died, the levy died, or let's just say the honey became rich, so now your trumas and maestros are no longer applicable. So if you want to use it as a, as a, to collect from it, you have to ask permission from the Yarshim. Why? The Yarshim of the coin, the levy, and the honey. And the Bartonewer explains, Meaning the Yarshim, maybe they want to just pay up their father's debt from land that they inherited or from other um, assets they have, and they want to receive their Chumas and Maestris from this lender. So now they have to ask the Yarshim, they have to say, Yarshim, do you want the Chumas and Maestris that I set aside? We'll give, I'll give it to you. And you just pay me back from your own assets that you inherited, uh, or should we just should I just keep this, hold on to this, and then we'll call it even? So when it comes to the case where the uh, coin, the labor, on you die, you have to consult with the yarshim. But the mission concludes in Hilven Bifne Bazin. If the loan was done before a Bazin, then in the Torah Lito Yarshim. Then in the case where the coin labor on you die, um, you don't have to. You don't have to consult the yarshim. You have the power to keep what you set aside for yourself. And that would be okay without having to consult the Yarshim.